you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back into the audio living room or maybe the audio dining room where we get together and discuss the single most perfect food that God has ever given to human beings. That is, of course, a perfect bowl of gumbo. This is the Gumbo Show. Ladies and gentlemen, joining you tonight, the Al Michaels, Tony Romo, oh, not Tony Romo, the Al Michaels, Joe Buck, and Troy Aikman. That's the one I'm trying, that's Cowboys quarterback. Uh, <laughs> gumbo discussion. Well, actually, uh, our Troy Aikman isn't here yet. He may join us later. Yeah, he's working. But here, here tonight, the Al Mike. I'll take Al Michaels because he's the oldest one of that whole crew. This is yeah. Raymond Roberts here in Southeast Louisiana. Joining me, my Joe Buck counterpart in North Texas, Brett Barksdale. What's happening? So my wife just cannot watch Tony Romo broadcast a football game. So uh, we could make Dave Tony Romo since he's is going to join late because he's quote unquote working and have well, to wrap up a call. And I've got, you know, he whatever. is much younger than us. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure he brings the patented Tony Romo enthusiasm. And the, he's, you know, you know, he has trouble. Dave's better at math than Tony Romo. I know that. Uh, my wife told me the story where he couldn't get the numbers right. Was that during the Super Bowl? He was having trouble know. adding up. It was kind of funny. Anyway, I was, I was is it football season yet? Test. Not quite. Tom Brady's back. It's spring practice season for college yeah. football. So, you know, the LSU Tag is about to get out on that field. Yeah. I saw on the internets that uh, the old Coach O was bowing up with some college kids in, in, in Mexico. <laughs> in did you see that? In Cabo. Yeah, I did. That was all, did. a shirtless uh, Coach O was bowing up with some college kids. Listen, they were as, disrespectful. As a member of the sort of you know, heftier class of human. Yeah. I would like to say that I just applaud Coach O's <laughs> ability to roll without a shirt. Yeah. And, you know, just wherever. I mean, when he's in restaurants in Cabo, right. when he's jogging near LSU. On the levees. When he's, when he's in bed with uh, ladies that <laughs> post pictures on social media, whenever. You know, He's got good. a good tan. He's tan. Good if you're him, tan, huh? when you're tan, you can, you don't need a shirt. No. Just keep it tan. Nah, when you got a voice like that and you led the LSU Tigers to the greatest season in the history of college football, never wear a shirt again, Coach O. Just enjoy yeah. the 17 mil, my man. I'm I'm pro Coach O. Yeah, he's living the dream. Living and the his, dream. And his mom makes good gumbo, so he's... She does. And you know, Brent, I think you know this, but he's from Lafouche Parish. Maybe you heard of that. And yeah. I think this week on the show, you're yeah. going to talk about your trip to a vaunted Cajun heartland, a lot like Lafouche Parish. Yeah. If Lafouche Parish was nowhere near Cajun land, Brent, where did you go and what kind of gumbo did you get there? The gumbo mecca, Beaumont, Texas. Oh, Beaumont, Texas, well known as a gumbo center. Yeah, apparently. Well, um, you know, it was it was brought there by, you know, the roots are from Louisiana, but it's Corville's in Beaumont, Texas, where a little spot, a little paradise in Beaumont. Um, it's 
It's a Bo, it's Beaumont Catering Company based. I think that's what it's called, but I just saw a big old Corville sign. Um, my son was playing a show in Beaumont, Texas at a place called Corville's. Uh, he was in, I, I heard they had good food. We talked about their Instagram on the uh, yeah. show last week and it looked great. And I walked into Corville's and then I was greeted by a wall full of trophies for Uh-oh. their award winning food, including gumbo. Right, They've well, actually won gumbo competitions in Louisiana. In Shreveport? So, no, in, in Louisiana. In Monroe. In Baton Rouge. In Alexandria. I think it was, they've been to one in Lafayette and they competed in one in Baton Rouge and they won in one or the other. I can't remember. I'm sure they'll listen, text, call me and correct me. I, I'm about to get all the hate mail from all the residents of Beaumont and Shreveport. But yeah. if you have the biggest trophy ever, I don't care if that thing is bigger than like America's Cup or or the PGA, the Wanamaker Trophy. I don't care how big it is. If you won the best gumbo in Shreveport, I'm not sure I'm impressed. Well, it wasn't Shreveport. It was either right. better. The best part was uh, Big Rich. That's one of the brothers. It's Big Rich and Donnie Corville who, who run the show over there. Isn't that a country band? I think. <laughs> Big Rich and they Donnie? Love, they love music, so maybe so. <laughs> Uh, but Big Rich was telling me the story. We, they rolled up on one of the uh, gumbo competitions, and uh, they and the lady goes, "Oh!" And, and they, of course, they brought trophies to put on their table, like a lot of people do. That we saw at the uh, the World Cookoff, the gumbo cookoff, we saw a lot of the tables had their trophies. Anyway, they put their trophies out on their table, and they said the lady walked up, said, "Oh, that's so cute! You bought your t-ball trophies." <laughs> she's like, "Yes, ma'am." And then another guy was razzing them, and he's like. Um, you guys are the boys from Texas? He's like, yeah, we heard there's a chili cook-off today. And uh, anyway, long story short, they won in the seafood category that year and uh, kind of turned mm-hmm. some heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me finish this uh, odyssey that I was on last week. Yes. So uh, I sure, my son was playing a show, blah, blah, blah. But I was there for the gumbo. I was on a mission. So mission. as soon as I got there... Big Rich and I talked gumbo for about an hour. He let me taste their uh, gumbo in the back. Um, it was awesome. So we got to eat. I had. So hang chicken. on a second. I just want to interject right here. But with you getting that, you have really achieved everything that you started out. You started the show to achieve. You're now getting recognized as a gumbo aficionado, and free people gumbo. are talking to you about gumbo and giving you free gumbo. Yeah, you're so like I the had... Guy Fieri of gumbo. I think so. I need I need some trademark words though. Um, anyway, so I was served along with you know the musicians. I got to sneak back there to, to eat earlier before the crowd arrived. So we had chicken and sausage gumbo. Mm. Um, he kind of gave me some facts on their gumbo, which is he he makes a dry roux, so it reduces a lot of the oil, obviously. But they make their own sausage, which is a pork sausage, not on or anything like that. It's a pork sausage, and that's where the the fat or the oil comes from that's in your gumbo. Mm. But it was a chicken and sausage gumbo, 10 out of 10. It was amazing. But then I kicked it up a notch. Is that is that emerald or is that guy? I think that's emerald. I think that's emerald, uh, yeah. But we were also served jambalaya along with our gumbo. So I mixed the two. So instead of white rice, first bowl, I had white rice. Second you made jambalambo? I had jambalambo, and I ate seven bowls total that night. And it Maybe was we should uh, call it gumbalaya. I think gumbalaya. It was so better. good. Anyway, so 10 so, out of 10, gumbo is amazing. And then it gets better, Feynman. 
Are you ready? No, it can't get better. It gets better. He gave me gumbo the next day, the next morning, seafood gumbo to go. And I ate it that night because I let it thaw out on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) I had nine bowls, 10 bowls of gumbo in two days. Brent, please tell me you just took that bowl and put it on the engine block and drove the like four hours back to your house. I needed, I needed a break. took it out and just poured it into a bowl and ate it straight from there. So I'm going to give a shout out to Big Rich and Donnie and also Jamie and Jesse um corville i think that's i think i think they're married now and their names have changed but anyway uh they took care of us um it was a great night all around so and i want to go back to this this thing you said you said you you ate how many bowls seven bowls that night nobody was looking so i just kept eating gumbo even before we left i had to grab an extra bowl how did eat. you feel it was bad i felt great and then horrible but then I got my second win when I woke up in the morning and we picked up the seafood and took it home. And I ate that six hours later. Once I feel home. like seven bowls makes you feel great above the neck <laughs> and horrible below the neck. It was awesome. It's kind of a north-south thing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And not only did they give me seafood gumbo to take home, he gave me beef tips that I haven't thought out yet. So well, I you had to talk about that on your beef tip podcast. Yeah. The, the, uh, Oh, there's something. Oh, there's something else I was going to ask you about the gumbo. So much gumbo. Dang it. So you, they had chicken. Did they tell you how they cooked the chicken? Uh, he did, but I forgot. I was too busy eating. <laughs> he he told me the whole process. He really did. We we talked for a very long time when I first got there. Uh, it's a beautiful facility. They've got a a venue with a bunch of. There's a stage because they they are they have very popular musicians that come through like first-class musicians from around the world come in and play there and it's like a listing room crowd and they just eat and they serve you we had jambalaya we had gumbo there was potato salad there was brownies there was corn uh i don't think it was macho but it was just you know corn it was delicious i ate a lot of food that night so brent you have toured around much of the state of texas yeah sampling the gumbos from Beaumont to Frisco <laughs> to Fort Worth to Granbury, North Richland Hills, Big Spring, Pflugerville. I don't know if you've had gumbo in all those places, but Marfa. Haven't Marfa. Been yeah. Marfa. Have been to the Yano Estacado. I, I know what you're getting at, Feynman, but it's not Texas gumbo because I, they no, no, no. have roots. I, I know, I know. Almost all of those gumbos trace their roots right back here to the great state of Louisiana. But I have to ask you this question. Yeah. Which one of those gumbos was the best? Well, of course, I like to have friends in this world. No, it was a top three gumbo I've ever had, ever. It was that good. It was a great gumbo. At Corville's in Beaumont, Texas. Oh, my gosh, now, Brent. Did you sign a paid endorsement deal with this place? Nah, but they're good folks. Hey, but I do not, there's one thing that everybody needs to Google, and that's China, Texas. China, Texas. So Big Rich tells me his family, I and I could get all of this wrong because I have a bad memory at my age, but China, Texas, which is right down the road from Beaumont, is basically Louisiana. There's rice fields, there's crawfish fields or crawfish ponds. Uh, it's a Cajun community right next to Beaumont in China, Texas. And that's where he's from. That's where his family's from. Uh-huh. Immigrated to Texas, to China, Texas. Uh, immigrated from Louisiana to China, Texas back in the day. 
Which it's an interesting better, story. The chicken and sausage or the seafood? Man. Uh, well, the chicken and sausage. No, the, the, the seafood was amazing. And that's where they won the award. And I know why. Because you're worried. I'm always worried about seafood gumbo. It's always yeah. hit or miss. Yeah. They killed it. It was, it was amazing. I mean, the, the flavor was great. The shrimp was great. I mean, every, it didn't have sausage in it. It was straight seafood. They had, oh, the good. crab, the uh, the crab claw meat was plentiful. Did you have a crab um, claw sticking out of there? Because you've mentioned that as one of your pet peeves. Before. No, I did not. It was just it was just crab meat, crab meat and shrimp, and it was awesome. The flavor was amazing, and trust me, I was worried, especially when it started smelling in my car because we were getting close to home and it was thawing out, and I was like, oh. It's time to eat this stuff. I could it's smell gumbo it. time. It's gumbo time. And I was like, this is really, I could smell the seafood. But no, it I was the flavor was it was right on point. And that's why they went into Louisiana and they actually won a gumbo competition with their seafood gumbo. So um for those of you who who don't know us, when one of us is eating gumbo, and the, actually the origin of the show is just texted pictures of gumbo back and forth. So what was this last Friday? Yeah. No, yeah. last Thursday. Last St. Patrick's Thursday. Day. St. Patty's Day. So all throughout the evening, I was just getting texted pictures of Brent's gumbo yeah. over and over. So I can testify that there were at least seven pictures that <laughs> came across, which it is a lot. If you if you know Brent, he's not he's not uh the biggest guy you've ever seen. And so I don't know where he put all seven bowls, but uh, it was, it was an interesting. It was an interesting two days after that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so good. It's a good hey, thing well, you work from home. Uh, yeah. One did, more note uh, about that. Outside. Uh, no. One more night. She's probably she's used to it. But one more note to close this story. Uh, my son was opening up for a, uh, a Texas songwriter named Adam Carroll, and he was with his wife Chris Carroll. Uh, and he and he when he invited Jack, he's like, hey. Um, I need an opener for this show at this place called Corville's, which I think you'll like um, because there's gum. And before I could finish the word gumbo, I'm like, yeah, he's in. Um, so Jack opened up for Chris Carroll and Adam Carroll, but he's like, hey, I have a song called Tears in My Gumbo. And I'm like, really? Or I think his wife sent it to me. One of them did. So uh, I got permission to play the song or at least a portion of the song on this show so Adam writes a lot about Louisiana and his songwriting. So I think check out Adam Carroll on the all the where the places you can get music. His his music, he's a great songwriter. But uh, Tears in My Gumbo, we'll play 10 to 20 seconds of it. And you can check it out on iTunes, Spotify, and all the evil places that play people's music and don't give them a lot of money. But anyway, Adam Carroll, Tears in My Gumbo. We're going to play a little bit of that. I got tears in my gumbo every night. Man, that ain't right. Uh, so that was my story. Uh, it was a great St. Patrick's Day, probably the best one ever, <laughs> for me at least. And I think I wore green. I can't remember. Celebrating with that traditional Irish dish there of uh, of exactly. gumbo. Yeah. Well, that's a uh, that's a great tale of a gumbo odyssey to a lesser known outpost where you. Yeah. Um, we're then able to get some great gumbo. And so if you folks are driving around in Corville or in Beaumont, check out Corville's if you can, maybe get some of their gumbo. Talk to, yeah. to Big Rich and uh, Jesse and Donnie. Billy and Bobby and 
Jamie, Jesse, Big Rich, Donnie, all the whole the, crew, uh, the whole country band they got over there yeah. at Corville's. Um, Check out their music lineup. It's uh, Paul Thorne. I don't know if you've heard of him. Ray Wiley Hubbard. I don't think he plays there anymore. But uh, Hayes Carl, Jack Barksdale, all the big wigs. Jack Barksdale. Jack yeah. Barksdale might be a big musician, but there's no way he gets called a big wig because he's he's, <laughs> he's he's a little uh, guy. He's a little guy. So yeah, it's like uh, him and Prince uh, might yeah. be able to. They might be in the same weight class there. Uh, all true. right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Gumbo Show. Before we go. I would just like to tease a future episode because I have procured a can of the famous sausage gumbo, the vegan gumbo in a can. It's sausage and there's an apostrophe where the second A goes. Yeah, I was wondering how you pronounce that. Sausage. Yeah, I thought your internet was cutting out. No. Anyway, (laughs) I... uh, I am going to cook that up sometime this weekend and I'm going to try it. Are you going to live gonna, stream that? I'm going to pour it over some rice. There will probably be some stuff appearing on our Twitter feed. I yeah, think of course uh, for our, for our elite platinum level followers there. Uh, <laughs> so listen, if you, uh, if you want to, you go follow us on Twitter, by the way, we are at gumbo show on Twitter. We're also on Instagram at Doug gumbo show. That's at D a gumbo show. We also have a website, gumboshow.us, and we're on Facebook, too. So hit us up at one of those places. Tell us if you've been to Corville's, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, may your roofs be dark and your bowls be full.